try number two. <laughs> try number two for this podcast thing. Uh, the first one didn't go so well because the, the memory card ran out of memory and almost ran out of battery. But this time, I've got like a 32 gig thing in there and it's plugged into the wall so it shouldn't run out. Shouldn't even be using battery at this point. That's good. Plus I got these fancy new mics. I know. So if this sounds worse than the first one, I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> It'll sound worse because it's picking up all of the crazy background noise like my soda drinking. Yeah. Well, yeah, that actually didn't turn out as bad as I thought it was going to on the last one. I barely had to cut out coughs and drinks and, and, and all that stuff. I plan to do twice as much coughing and drinking this time, though, so... <laughs> well, at least it's just Pepsi. Um, yeah. You, you know what I put in my drink on the drive here? Uh, that's true. <laughs> For all I know, you have some sort of flask stashed in your in your car. Mm. Uh, yes. Yes. Open container laws. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is uh, so. Uh, I guess we should probably introduce ourselves again because this is the <coughs> first time that I have like a, we'll probably have like a real recording. So so I'm I'm Jesse Lemons and I'm William Lemons and and we are related. We're brothers and we both make video games and. So I talked to I talked to some people where I work and I I can't say where I work turns out or I shouldn't. <laughs> that's that's fine. Then I will also keep it a mystery. <laughs> um, I work in audio. Uh, I do sound effects and audio organization stuff. And I do game design. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, this is intended to be kind of like a game focused podcast uh like where we're going to talk about video games and uh news what's coming on like what's 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 new what's what's fresh what's happening in the game world uh, yes because i'm sure we're at the you know we have our fingers on the pulse of the community i think we're at the epicenter those. of what's right. cool in video games oh sure <laughs> I, I, <laughs> some mild doubt <laughs> at the prospect of being what's hot in video games. Um, I would have very large doubts about either of us being involved in what's hot in anything. But I feel like I'm involved in, in some pretty hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just generally speaking. We'll just dance around that comment. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, what's, what's, what's happening? What's happening in, in the games these days? Well, so I saw an article I thought was kind of interesting today about uh, John Carmack and the Oculus, Oculus Rift. Yes, getting uh, there's a, a lawsuit pending with uh, with Zenimax claiming that he stole technology from from id Software whenever he left to go developed for oculus so so in my research which was actually just looking on my phone right before this mm -hmm. it was um what i read was that they were claiming he was um because he was basically researching and working on the oculus technology while working at zenimax that being an employee of zenimax at the time part of that um intellectual 
technology or properties should like they they want some sort of like basically some sort of compensation for him using like some kind of company time or like efforts to develop stuff for the Oculus for a different company. Well, that seems like that'd be kind of hard to prove. It also kind of depends on what their what their agreement was, right? If it's like anything you produce in perpetuity throughout the universe is is ours or if he did this on his own time, which is very easy to claim and very hard to disprove that he did it on his own time, right? Right. And wasn't just like, you know, like in there like, haha, I'm going to steal their computer electricity to... <laughs> I think, I mean, part of the thing that I think is worrying about uh, or that I think they might have some kind of basis on was that he... A few E3s back, like a few years ago at E3, he he basically was like representing ZeniMax and using... Um, Doom, like Doom Three, as a uh, as as a as a demonstration for a prototype Oculus um, like headset. Like he was essentially like working with these people using E three show floor like space to show off just the Oculus running Doom Three, which is like a, a you know Zenimax IP at this point. So it's like that you know that's kind of sketchy. Um, like that, that might be, you know, somewhere in line with like allowing or, you know, I could see them kind of coming at it from that angle and being like, look, you know, here's this stuff. You clearly were working on it and you basically like showed it off, you know, early in an early, early prototype version, you know, possibly on their dime. Eh, I don't know. Honestly, I, I think the only reason that it's that they're they're suing is they see dollar signs uh, because because Facebook bought them. Yes, because the two deal, two two billion dollar Facebook deal with with Oculus. Yeah, um, I mean that and possibly some some amount of like grudge holding with their basically their figurehead and top programmer leaving the company to go work on something that isn't the thing that he's been doing since. The original, like Wolfenstein, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I, I I think it's I think it's mostly the money, but right. I guess I guess otherwise, why would they bother pursuing it if it was just like every other kind of you know failed <laughs> failed Kickstarter program, yeah, or whatever? Like, are there any other like? Can you think? I don't know any other like Kickstarter that has even taken off besides this one that is but, like done really well yeah i don't really follow that stuff though so uh i only know of a few like there's um there's broken age the the um what is it tim tim schaefer who are they crap well you know tim schaefer right and his company and uh broken age and like that got funded and then i think they did a second round of funding and got funded again well have they made the game though yeah, it's uh, okay. it's on Steam. Oh, all right. I actually saw it. It like went on sale like yesterday or something. Got an email about it. Gotcha. But I I want to say it's like episodes, so it's probably not like the whole like. Here's the whole game. I think it's like here's here's a good chunk of the game, and we're gonna keep making like chunks of the game. That could I could be full of crap on that though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't bought or played. I, I have not bought or played this, um, but it is on sale, so maybe I'll check it out. But uh. And the other one is, well, okay, the game hasn't come out. Oh, but uh, FTL, we were just talking about that earlier. FTL right. was a Kickstarter game, um, and that did really well. Uh, there's other, like, there's a bunch of non, 
Yeah, I imagine there must be a lot of non-game Kickstarters. That yeah, like the Ouya, that's a non-game Kickstarter. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> or is it a game? It's, it's still non-starter. Like it's a game. I mean, it's game related. It's game. It, it's game related. It's another Android set-top box that's intended to play video games. But like, now look at it. Yeah, it's not really. Look at all that adoption rate. Yes. Uh, but that and that makes me one kind of wonder about the Oculus too. Like, like okay, Facebook's put a ton of money into it, so they're probably going to not want it to fail at this point. But I don't know. Like, that's also just kind of like a screw you to Kickstarter people, right? If it's like, hey, you know, once once we're remotely successful, have any kind of notoriety, we immediately sell out, and you know, basically, you guys made this company for us you funded it for us but you're really not going to see anything out of it you're just kind of SOL. yeah yeah but i think that's i was thinking about that um whenever the facebook stuff kind of happened and honestly like i think that's a fundamental misunderstanding of what face of what kickstarter is yeah uh, because like from your perspective or from that kind of situation where you're where you're thinking okay so here's oculus they got totally funded by um, by this Kickstarter campaign. That's the only way they actually got anything going was through the money that was given to them through this campaign. And then they get purchased by Facebook for like crazy amount of money, right? And uh, and so now they're basically owned by Facebook. So, I mean, the, the thing that I that I think people putting money towards anything on Facebook not I keep saying Facebook Kickstarter. <laughs> Right. Uh, never put money towards Facebook. But anyway, the thing that people need to know whenever they're putting money into something on Kickstarter is they're not investing. They're not getting any kind of like shares in this company. They're not going to be put on any kind of board. They're, they're not, because uh, it's not like a, chances are it's not like a publicly traded company if they're going to Kickstarter for funding. Um and you're not, they're not claiming that you're any sort of, like, it's not a loan, it's not, like, investment capital that you're expecting to get some sort of, like, um, you know, share of the company or stocks. Like, there's, none of that is, none of that is, unless it's listed in, you know, the Kickstarter rewards, none of that is, is messaged to the people donating money. And, and I say donating money because it is, more or less a charity at this point. Like it's, it's, you're saying I will give you five or $5,000. And the thing that you're telling me the like the, the, the promise that you're making is that I will get one of your tiers of rewards based on how much money I give you. Right. So I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just, it's just begging. It's online begging on like kind of a massive scale. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's either begging or, um, paying it forward. You know, like, because most of those reward tiers are you get the product. Like, if yeah. you fund a game, like if you fund Wasteland Two, um, and you pay, you know, up to whatever the whatever the minimum is to get a free copy of the game, which is usually like half the price of like a like you know, it's probably like twenty dollars. Like that tier is where you start to get like free digital copy of the games. Then you're essentially like, like kind of pre-ordering, but but pre-pre-ordering. Like, I'm I'm expecting a copy of this game. On the chance that it is actually, like, made, for one, but also, you know, like, before I even know that it's good, and before that I know, before I know that it's actually the thing that I, that I want it to be, uh, there's actually no guarantee 
that in like the Kickstarter um, wording and that kind of stuff, like the stuff that you sign when you give them money, no guarantee that that the product that they're putting uh, that you're giving money to is actually going to succeed. Like it's pretty risky. It's kind of a like uh, a risky proposition because you, there have been cases where people have just taken the money and run. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And I guess maybe there's all kinds of SEC laws or something that would go into effect if you actually were investing and be like really crazy. I don't know. It just, it, it, it just seems kind of sucky for people that, you know, put money into them and, you know, now they kind of have no say in what's going on because... They never so. had a say. Well, fair enough, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, really, you know, the company could have just done something completely different anyway. Yeah. Like... Uh, like to assume that you had any kind of stake or control on the company by giving them money is that's a flawed premise. Like uh now the one thing I will say is like so like thinking back on it and kind of looking at the comments Carmack made whenever he got uh whenever he started, you know, talking about the the, the buyout is that um you know while while the Kickstarter stuff had funded up to a point this extra money and that they got from the buyout and whatever money Facebook's willing to give them in the future, um, like a positive spin on this is that now they can be more, they can take like bigger risks with the stuff that they're making. Like they can try more difficult stuff. They can hire more people to help work on it. You mm -hmm. know, like there's all of these things that like getting more, getting a bigger budget Let's them like extend the timeline that they're working on stuff. Let's them get get better staff, attract people who actually want to work on this thing. Um, like it, it could be really positive. It's it's kind of weird to expect like just because Facebook kind of sucks as a thing, um, that Facebook as a company is just going to like run this new technology into the ground. Like I don't know that that's I don't know that that's this, like necessarily fair to the buyout situation like i don't know but i also don't like what well, it's hard yeah i mean it's very easy everybody it's it's very popular to hate facebook yeah at this point so i don't know maybe maybe it's too early to judge like but i mean that is the company that has made people people a commodity <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> yeah uh so yeah you might be right but I don't know, kind of at the same time, I'm kind of in the camp of, I don't really care because I, I don't want to have to, like, strap a TV to my head to <laughs> play games anyway. Like, I was never going to use this thing. <laughs> kind of. I mean, uh, I don't know. To me, it just seems like a great way to get, like, pranked. Like, I just imagine, like, the college student that has the Oculus just, you know, <laughs> people people just screwing with him, like, his doormates, you know, just, like, dangling, like, dog poo and stuff in front of him while he's moving around and hopes that he accidentally whacks his face into it and you know that kind of that's that's basically the most entertainment i see of coming out of that is is like taunting the people that have the thing on their head and can't see you <laughs> just like holding holding <laughs> holding your fist next to their face and just like yes. hoping they turn violently to you yes or just shouting <laughs> shouting at them uh yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't like like facebook said it was like the they think it's the future of technology or communication like oh i just no i can't even imagine that like like first of all there, there's like no 
participation. It's like a totally personal contained thing, right? Like a TV, playing games on a TV or something, like other people can at least spectate and watch what's right. going on, right? Not like just see this person who's closed off, not only like closed off from everybody else, but every you know everyone else is closed off from whatever's going on. They just see somebody, you know, darting their head around like an idiot. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. I don't see how that that can be the future. And Facebook, who claims to be more social, like, this is, like, so completely the most antisocial thing. Because I've just, like, put myself in a freaking isolation chamber. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I Like, I, I suspect, like, from what I've heard, that, that you put this put put on this thing and and basically like go into the matrix right uh-huh. and like like you know uh, you know late 90s uh virtual reality you know theories of like you put this thing on then you put on gloves and now you can you know walk around and, and you know, see everybody who's logged on to this you know virtual facebook world and talk to people and that kind of stuff, you know, it's like... And yeah, I don't know. That's all just horrifying to me. And, like, I just imagine, like, families having this. Like, who's, like, who's going to have more than one, right? You only have the one, and you got to share it with people. And... Well, I mean, that's what people did with the TV, you know. Do you remember that? <laughs> you remember that scene in Back to the Future where they just, like... Yes. Yeah, we've got a TV in every TV. No, TV we have two every... of them. Two, two TVs. We have two TVs, Yes, right. two TVs was outraged. Well, yeah, okay, but again... It's not like I, I I don't know. I mean, I think if, a family of four. Are they? Do they really have four TV? Like five TVs, maybe four or five. I mean, we had four. You had one. I had one. We both had one in our rooms. We had one in the living room, and mom and dad had one in their bedroom, and there was one in the kitchen. There's actually two in the kitchen because one's kind of broke. Yeah, but some of those were like from like 1985, and you know, stopped working and. Like, <laughs> you mean the one in the living room? Yeah, yes. that one was. Yeah, that one was old. But but still, like we all kind of had our own TV. But then the, but then there's that and the TV and the other thing. Like people don't have five Xboxes. You don't have an Xbox for every kid. People don't sh- like. That's what I'm saying. Is like, and computers. Like maybe you have a couple of computers nowadays. That you know we're in the modern era that people can have more than one computer in their home. Well, but yeah. still, a lot of people only have like one computer. You're not going to have a computer for every single person in a household all the time. That, like, I know a family of five that, ha- like, every child has their own laptop. Every adult has their own laptop. I don't know. And then just add one more thing onto it. Now you also have to have a, you have, to have a laptop and a TV and an Oculus. And... Like, I think, well, so I think some stuff, like, TV, I, I have a hard time seeing that go away anytime soon. I think that might get kind of phased out to some degree for some things um like instead of a kid having a tv and a and an xbox whatever in their room uh you know maybe they just have the oculus hooked up to their whatever whatever the console of the future is like or whatever their computer is the playbox 6000 yeah uh so you know you don't need a tv you've got this this oculus thing because you don't need a tv to watch you you know to play your games It, it makes more sense to have this thing strapped to your head and and that's another thing is like right now it looks like a like a super bulky welder's mask kind of thing, but this is also like the second the second run of their technology. Like all technology like compresses down. Like the better we get at manufacturing it, the smaller it's gonna get. It's not it's you know, it's still gotta cover your face at some point, but maybe it won't be some sort of 
hulking mass protruding from your face. Well, I, I hope they fix that quick because, see, I guess I'm just worried about, like, the kid who's got to borrow the thing after, like, this sweaty head mask thing after his, like, older teenage brother was in virtual world and used it to masturbate and now he's got to borrow it from him because he's done with it and now he's got to play in this, like, sweaty, disgusting helmet that's, like, all steamed up inside. Yeah, like, that's definitely a thing. Like, I, I want to say that at this last PAX, there was, like, pink eye from Oculus games going Ugh, around. Some kind of staph infection. Ugh, that's just... I don't even, I don't even think of I would not <laughs> put my face on something that, like, 5,000 other gamer people have put their heads on. Just, ugh. Yeah, it makes like me... It reminds health me, risk. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, the virtual boy in the Target or the Toys R Us, and it's like, don't ugh, lean up against that It's just that, that head grease, just that layer of filth that's just yeah, like, and you know, scummed up. You know it's just going to be the kids... Like, the greasy kids who are going to put their face on that thing, because they're the only ones at the demos for those, you know, they're the same people that broke every single N64 analog stick in Toys R Us ever. Right, and it's just, ugh, there's going to be head lice on that thing, and God knows what. It's yeah. Little, oh, yeah, if there's, like, Gross. straps that go around the back of your head, you're going to yeah. get lice. No. You're going to get lice. Um, but, yeah. So I don't think it's going to be... Uh, I like. I don't think it's going to replace the TV. I don't think it's going to. Uh, but but it, it might be more prevalent if it catches on. It might be more uh, reasonable to have somebody, you know, multiple people in a home, all have one. I mean, I look at people now, like you know, that that's kind of what's happened with phones, you know, like. You you go to you go to visit a friend or something or somebody has a party or somebody has like a social gathering at their house, and then inevitably what it ends up happening is, you know, you've got half the people all looking at their palm of their hand because that's where their phone is, and they're all just looking at Facebook, looking at Twitter, looking on YouTube, watching some stupid YouTube video. They're all doing these just like things that are so, that are like quote unquote social, but none of them are talking to the people around them, you know. And it's like, okay, so what's the next step? Stick, stick a thing on your face we so need that you like... literally have blinders <laughs> on so that you can't even see the people around you to know that they're not looking at you. So we'll have those, like, Wally hover chairs? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. Yeah, we'll all just become, like, amorphous blob people and float around and tell the computer to give us, like, some sort of protein shake. Well, that's a bright future. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. Hopefully I sound like John Ratzenberger by then. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be some kind of space captain? Yeah. Okay. So you got anything else you need to talk about? Anything about the Oculus or just anything in general? Just anything in general. So, okay, I've been playing... So I, I have been playing a lot of um, Elder Scrolls Online now. That oh, I've, okay. Now that I've got the game. And... Yeah, I think it's just a single-player game with some multiplayer bits to it. I think it really wa- it really wants to be a single-player game. Well, I mean, it might be because it's an Elder Scrolls game in, in name, mm-hmm. and like I I know I like I know on my feedback like because whenever I played the beta, I I gave I gave feedback to the effect of it should be it should be much more like an Elder Scrolls game and less like an MMO. And I think what ends up happening is you've got a bunch of people who really like the Elder Scrolls experience, but that's a single-player experience. And then, like, 
you kind of slap on some multiplayer bits to it. I don't think it has any reason to be an MMO. Yeah. Well, again, I think what what I would have really liked would have been some kind of a, like, I can host a multiplayer Elder Scrolls game kind of situation where I can be going around and doing this quest and you could just run off in a completely different direction and we could still be on together and be like, hey, how's it going? But, I don't know. Yeah, and it could be some kind of like drop in, drop out, kind of like, yeah. oh, I see you're, I see you're playing Elder Scrolls. I'll just pop into your game. Hey, I'm playing Elder Scrolls too. Yeah, like I guess I mean like, I think the the Borderlands multiplayer kind of system would be pretty good for, for what I'm thinking, or like how Diablo, three worked. You know, it's like, okay, I've started a game and somebody can that I know can join and just you know, party up and start playing with me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, I think that would lend itself really well to that kind of formula. I mean, like, what I would really like is a game that lets you, you know, form, like, a small party and do, like, basically, like, dungeon, dungeon raid kind of stuff. Um, basically what I want is a cool way to have a virtual Dungeons and Dragons session, you know? I mean, it'd be really cool if you could make it somewhat, uh, somewhat dynamic and responsive to some kind of, like, a game master sort of thing. Like, like if you could do, like, a virtual Dungeon Master and have a team of people play through... Uh, a camp like a player like a user generated campaign or something i'd be all for that like i would be totally down with that because i really enjoy that aspect of like the the few um pen and paper rpgs that i've played is the kind of weird like i want to do this random thing like i want to open this door and they're like that you know even though the the dm didn't intend for you to open that door he's like okay like here's a skill check Try it. Like, I mean, this is... Right, but that, but but if you're doing, like, in a virtual thing like this, you're like, okay, hold on. Give me, like, 45 minutes to go, like, <laughs> design and build a room. Let me make sure that I put enough pieces of furniture in here that it looks like a believable space. Yeah. As opposed to just saying, you're in an 8 by 12 corridor with... Yeah, I mean, like, what I'm asking for is some kind of insane holodeck... Right. Sort of so that's what we really want is just the holodeck. Computer. Yeah. We I don't think... want to strap a bucket to our face and look around. We want the hol- like we want the holodeck. Yeah, I think the goal is the holodeck. Yeah. Like oh. I don't think that's ever not been the case. Right. And well and see then that you wouldn't have to share and you wouldn't have to worry about getting like sweaty head lice. No, like but you'd have to worry about so much worse. Like Moriarty taking over and Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Did that did that happen? Like several times. Yeah, you Star- don't make Professor Moriarty in the holodeck. Star because... Trek's dumb. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Should we have to edit that out? Oh, no. There's a lot of Star Trek fans that'll probably Trek not is like... going to get on get yes. on my case. I just can't do that. Um, Star Trek's not that dumb. <laughs> uh, I've watched episodes. I I know too much about that show for my own good. Like I don't know why I know so much about it. Um, it's because but... our mom had a crush on 
on Will Riker, and that was why we watched, had to watch that show. That's why we watched out. so much Next Generation. Yes. Then why did we watch so much Deep Space Nine? That's my question. I don't know. I didn't watch that one. I don't, I, I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe I just watched a lot of it. Maybe I'm like, like <laughs> unbeknownst to me, like I'm a Trekkie, like somehow. I don't know. Deep Space Nine was much better than Next Generation. Yeah, the fact that you're saying that already. <laughs> Look, makes you... it just had it just had more interesting characters. Like Odo, he was a jelly man. He <laughs> he turned into a bucket of jelly, and then be a man, and then be a lamp. You know. How is that not cool? Well, I mean, that's kind of cool. That's way better than just like kind of a blind black guy. Yeah, but you really love Jordy LaForge, too. Who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, he's LeVar Burton. You'd have to take my word for it. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, everybody wants the holodeck. <laughs> right. uh, but, yeah, I mean, you, you would have to worry about so much worse than just sweaty goggles. I mean, like, you know, if you're... you're, you're I, I you're, would not you're be adult. the person that has to hose down the holodeck, yeah, I, I you suppose. Know, That's true. Like, so much, so much, like, you worry about, like, the, the adolescent teen, like, looking at porn on the, getting the goggles sweaty, like... <laughs> oh, and the, if they're doing gloves, ugh, don't even get me started on the... Like, if you're talking about, like, those virtual reality, like, power gloves with the goggles, like, ugh, no. No, no. That's just That's not insanitary. good. That's insanitary. Yeah. No, and so the holodeck would be, like, a million times worse. Yeah, that's like, that is like kind of like, they don't really cover what happened. I guess they use teleporter technology or something there because people on the, some people were in those holodecks, like, you know, in those episodes when it went crazy, they'd be in there for like a day or something. You know, they had to poop. So there's somewhere on the holodeck, there was just like a turd that's just steaming the whole time, unless there's some magic that gets rid of it in the, in the room. I mean, there's got to be something. Like, if they can make clothes... At least I assume they make clothes, unless everybody on Star Trek's just like super into cosplay or like seamstresses or something. Or I don't know, but because they would have outfits, like they'd have elaborate outfits. Like Data, you know, dresses up like Sherlock. Like I imagine that the holodeck just puts that on him. Although sometimes they walk out of the holodeck with the costumes on. I'm like, how does that? Do they own that costume? Is that their? Did they make that? Well, I mean, they can generate food out of thin air, so I imagine they can do the same with clothes. You think so. But you never see them do it. Well, of course, we also never see them go to the bathroom, so I don't even know if they have bathrooms on the holiday. In, see, in, I would in the assume... ship. I've never seen a bathroom in the ship ever. There is an episode or two where they come out of a shower. Yeah, that's not the same thing. That's true. That's not... that. I mean, that's... But then why do they need to shower? Like... Whatever, like, whatever teleportation... I don't know how the teleporters work. Because some it's very flaky, and I would just assume that they could teleport the poop out of you, as well as, like, teleport, <laughs> you know, like, the grime and stuff, you know, off your body. I don't know, I mean, it's kind of on the cellular level. That's, like, a very small, small thing when you're talking about, like, the dust and mites and things. I don't know, I'm thinking maybe the suits are magic. Oh, like, their their uniforms. Yes. So like at the true astronauts, they just urinate. And yeah, stuff that's probably like suit. like when he says engage, he's probably urinating as he says that like most of the time in those episodes. Mm. Yeah, make it so. Yes. Mm. Oh, and that's when he says number one. That's like right, yeah, exactly. There you go. 
Yeah. It all makes sense now. So, yeah. So now that we've ruined Star Trek, what else can we ruin? <laughs> well, there's got to be other things. I'm sure. Um, so, yeah. I've been playing the new, uh, I guess it's not new anymore, but the South Park game. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth, which is actually, like, pretty fun. I'm not, like, I was into South Park, like, more when I was in high school, like, more when that kind of humor, like, made more sense to me. Um, but, like, it's still kind of funny here and there, but it's, it's I mean, it's there's still a lot of jokes that are just, like, you know, like farts and balls and that kind of stuff. So yes, the, the fart jokes, the poop jokes. Yeah, I mean... So, yeah, um, so the game plays like Super Mario RPG, like it's, which is not a bad thing. Like that was a fun game. That was probably my, the most entertaining turn-based RPG I've played, like Japanese style turn-based RPG. So, so basically this game is like a, like JRPG and South Park Bam's Wet Dream. It's like both of those two things kind of combined. Yeah. Yes, okay. And it's like it's all um, it's all done by Obsidian, which has made like the Knights of the Old Republic games, uh, the the uh, well, okay, Knights of the Old Republic two, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Fallout, uh, Vegas, New Vegas, made that. They do a lot of sequels to games that already have systems established. Well. They do other things, but okay. yeah, like I can't, can't think of like the the, the original stuff that they've made uh, off the top of my head. But anyway, so the the writing quality and like that kind of stuff is all is all well done because it's written by the by yeah the creators like, like it's yeah it's like very much collaborative with the the creators of South Park uh, and like they're super involved. They I think they even had like the art team like, at the South Park Studios, helping them with, like, the characters and, like, getting the visual style and everything working. Because it looks like the right kind of cheesy for, for like, what you'd expect South Park to look like. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a, you know, you know in, an, in an age when, um, you know, video cards are in, like... like your battlefields and your call of duties and stuff are talking about fish, fish AI and that kind of stuff to where like the realism is, is like key to the gameplay experience. And here we've got like, like the technology has finally caught up so that we can like actually get construction paper, stop motion animation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now that we have fish AI, we can also do construction paper art. Yeah. Um, But it's, you know, because, like, I don't know if you ever knew about the old, like, like there was an old N64 um, first-person shooter South Park tie-in game. Oh, yeah, I remember. I think I remember that. And, I mean, it was awful. I mean, one, because it was on the N64, and, like, most things looked really bad on that. But, uh... <laughs> well, at the time, it was amazingly impressive, right? Like Yeah, to a, to a degree, I would say, like, there were certain games that looked really good for the time. You know, like uh, Zelda looked really good, and Mario. Like, yeah, I was really impressed with Mario when that came out. But you know, by the time 
The it is funny though if you go back and look at like Smash Brothers or something. Oh yeah. There's you compare like... it to like two two equivalent games now for the Wii and, and everything and you're like, Wow, how did I ever think that that looked cool? <laughs> <laughs> Fox McCloud's nose is a triangle. <laughs> like, how, yes. how you know, there there are like I can literally count the polygons on this character as he's running around. It's crazy. Yeah. There are as many polygons in this character as there are, like, in the mouth bag mesh on the character on a different platform. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, uh... Mouth bag mesh sounds terrible, by the way. Mouth bag mesh uh, sounds like it should be, like, a metal band or something. I guess. Sure. Yeah. I think I think so. Yeah. I've got a... I've just got a whole bunch of band names that I... Kind of go through, um, but no barbershop quartet names. No, no, it's it's all progressive rock and metal bands and some, uh, you know, like some '80s hair bands. But yeah, I don't have any. I think that speaks more to my like musical tastes than anything. I don't I don't listen to a whole lot of barbershop quartet. Uh, I think it's just like I don't have a lot of access to it. Mm-hmm. Although I haven't really looked on Spotify for that. I might give that a shot. It's music of the future, man. <laughs> there's, there's only so many variations on Coney Island, I, baby, that I can... <laughs> I, guess it's, I guess it's specifically not the music of the future. It's, it's the uh, music of the past, but, you know. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's coming back, I'm Semantics. sure. It's so circular. It's it'll, due. It'll come back. Yeah. It's like... Uh, it's like ragtime. Like that's No, ragtime actually is making a comeback. Disco, in a, in a disco's come back. Like disco, it's like disco come yeah. back. Okay. I mean, yeah. That I mean, some of that new Daft Punk album was kind of disco. And that won a Grammy, right? So. Sure. I don't know. I guess anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Follow your dreams. Uh, yeah. Um, I. So yeah, that's. I mean, that's South Park. Like, I haven't gotten so super far into it, but. It's uh, it's pretty fun, and as long as you're fine with like a lot of jokes about butts and farts and poop and, and turn-based role-playing gameplay, turn-based role-playing gameplay, yeah. Uh, then I guess if you're cool about like inventory management and stats and uh, well, clearly I'm playing Elder Scrolls Online, so I'm all about inventory management. Yeah, because that's about eighty-seven percent of the game. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think I got enough inventory for that to matter during the beta. Yeah, that's because well, you were probably playing before they had crafting systems and all of that were. They had crafting systems. Oh. Well, I don't know. I, I never know what had. Problem was. I you never were, had the right materials. You were to craft. clearly not picking up enough things. No, I. Um, I uh, see. That's you know. That's another thing. Is like playing. Um, you know, playing other Elder Scrolls games, you learn to not pick up everything. Like, that's taught, taught to you, like... Because, you know, hobos and stuff that you kill will have, like, seven spoons, spoons on them. And, like, you, you can weight yourself down with just a stack of spoons. So, why would you... Like, if I loot a container in Elder Scrolls Online and it's got, like, muck, and I'm like, why would I want that? Nope. And so I just kind of like stop taking things off of like I just stop looting things because it's just like that that could be junk or it's a crafting material. And I'm just like, I can't like I don't even have a skill in crafting. Like, why would I want this random material? You know, 
like I there was nothing like messaging to me that any of that stuff was useful or or anything like I thought most of that stuff was the equivalent of uh, like a bowl or uh, a sack of flour or an orange or whatever you'd find in like a so you you realize that you could just mouse over the item and it tells you what it's for. Like in the before you pick it up. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, Although I did not. Admittedly, Elder Scrolls games do also teach you to not read, which is great that everything is voice acted because when after you've like clicked on the seventeenth bookshelf and there's another like ten pages and you're just like, I hope this doesn't apply and I don't need to know anything in here because I'm not going to read this. Uh, that is kind of nice. Hmm. Um, yeah, so, you know, after seeing, after seeing people fall victim to Morrowind's, like, not letting you move because you've, you've gotten too many buckets, like, I, I just don't pick up stuff unless it's really valuable, or, um, I loot, now, and here's another thing about it being an MMO is I can't just loot people and leave their stuff lying next to their corpse. Like, that's what I do. Yes. Well, it also kind of, it, it, it's not like, it, it is very different in that whenever you kill somebody who looks like they're wearing a full suit of armor and has a sword and a shield and you kill them and now all they have is a piece of food and a recipe for stew yeah that yes that's not very elder scrolls because it before it would be you can take all of their clothes and then leave their corpse naked in the middle of the street yeah or you could you know sneak up on them and if you were good enough at sneaking like just take the crap they're wearing i do really miss the pickpocketing i wish they would find a way to bring pickpocketing back to the game but maybe that will come later like you know, they have the Mages Guild and the Fighters Guild. Maybe they'll add the Thieves Guild, and that'll be like one of the skills that you can get from that uh, from that branch. There's always hope mm. that they bring that in. Pickpocketing. There no. is now, and there is no like crime, like you know that that is definitely <laughs> something I miss. There's no well, there's no crime. You can go into anybody's house at any time of day, right in front of them, and they're having a conversation with you about how. They miss their dead mother, and you can be like, yeah, that's great. I'm just going to take all of the flour that you have in this box of crates <laughs> right over here. I'm just going to take all of this flour and these onions. I'm just going to take all of them because I'm in here, and you can't stop me. And there's no crime, and I'm not going to suffer any consequences for stealing everything in your house. Yeah, that is weird. That is odd. Like, I never really thought about that in that scenario. I mean, I never really got to anybody. I never got to a place that had houses. Because my starting area was just like a bunch of ruins on an island and they, there were no yeah. real, like, there weren't any but dwellings. I guess that would probably put a big damper on the multiplayer experience if half your party members, like, ended up getting chased around by guards <laughs> and imprisoned because they accidentally clicked on a spoon. <laughs> They've all got a bounty on their head. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to go two towns over. We can't go into that town because 
I accidentally clicked on somebody's bowl while I was in their house getting their quest, and now I'm a fugitive in that town. Yeah. But that would make a much more interesting MMO, let's be honest. That's true. Like, I, an MMO with, like, consequences. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm out of things to talk about. I have my subjects. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you had your topics yes. ready to go. Yeah. Yes. Did you bring any more topics to the, to the gaming salon <laughs> to discuss? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Let's bring a topic out of a hat and see. Ooh, a hat topic. Right. Topic hat. I don't know. Hat topic. It's a competing store. <laughs> hat topic. Yes. yes. <laughs> It just sounds a bunch of like a bunch of edgy hats. No, it's a bunch of topical hats. Oh, okay. Right. okay. So as you go back to the clearance section, you'll see hats <laughs> that just say things like, like I'm the, Lewinsky's I'm the, dress <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm the ninety nine percent and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did anybody care about that anymore? I guess not. I don't know. No, nobody cares about that anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yours was a little bit. My, yeah, my, my topic was <laughs> Monica Lewinsky's dress. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's in the really that's in the back. It's under Oh man. It's under a bunch of other it's, hats. There's also it's a under, where's the beef hat. Where's the beef? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's like under the like <laughs> You can't think of anything. Show, can... show me the birth certificate. Like, yes, there you and, go. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. That's that's all of the topical things I have. That's, that's as much. That's as much news that I keep up with. Uh, yeah, I should have, like, I should have got another subject, but I just, you know, didn't. Didn't. Yes. Yeah. I think we can wrap it up now. Okay. Well, I guess that'll do it then. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're essentially out of things to talk about. This has also gone on for a fairly long time. I mean, you say that, but when I edit it down, it's going to be like 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> that may not be true. I I ended up... I ended up... I, I cut some stuff from the last one, and then I ended up putting it back in because I was like, that was actually kind of funny. So hopefully I find things that are actually funny... And this one to keep in as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll try to do this again maybe next week. Every week. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. But well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be cool to do it every week. Um, obviously, we'll have to think of better things to talk about or more things to talk about. True. We can't keep talking about the two games that we are playing. <laughs> Still playing South Park. Still doing that. <laughs> Yeah. So, alrighty. Well, that yeah. sounds good. All right. Well, that'll that'll do it. We we also need to come up with a name for this thing. That's hat awful. topic, obviously. Hat, no, it's not going to be hat topic. Fine. It's terrible. <laughs> um, I am fantastic at coming up with terrible names. So, if you want a terrible one, I can probably give you about twenty. What? Okay. I need you to rattle off. <laughs> 20 bad names. <laughs> okay, well, 20 bad names. That's one title. Okay. What's in my face? <laughs> Thoughts from the heart. 
Battle Brothers, Game Tweens. God, that's awful. (laughs) (laughs) I've lost count. What am I on? Like six now? Or this is number seven. Playtime. Coffee Chatter. Um, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm running out of... So you had like eight. (laughs) That was pretty good. And one of them, and one of them was literally twenty bad names. <laughs> yep. God. What, what? Game tweens? Is that one the one that I hated so much? <laughs> Probably. God, yeah. that was awful. It's not gonna be that. It's not gonna be that. Um. Yeah, I had so like. I, when I was naming the, the like the file of the last one, I called it "Still in Beta." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of liked that name. Okay. Right again. Don't ask me for a name because we've got a terrible name. So. <clears throat> yeah. Well, what do you think about that name? That's acceptable. Okay. It's better than Game Tweens. It so. is better than Game Tweens. That'll be the title of this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate that so much. I think it's because I hate the word tween. <laughs> That's why I use the word. Yeah. It's obviously it's a terrible word. Yeah. Um, all right. So we got maybe have a name. Might be still in beta. Might be that. Okay. All right.